Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk with Jackson. To my 50th episode special for Reality Talk with Jackson. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it's been 50 episodes of my podcast. Um, I started this podcast back in February of 2021, so a little more than a year ago. And it was a dream of mine to start this podcast. And I really want to thank a lot of people, but I want to start out by thanking a few of the people that have really been supportive um, in me starting this podcast and, you know... um, kind of be guiding me through this. So first I want to thank David Yontif um, from Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. I talked to him originally when I was interested in starting this podcast because I had listened to his um, over the past few years and I really admired him and what he was doing. So um, thank you, David. Um, Another person I want to thank is Vinny Potestivo, who I've also had on this podcast, who um, is a reality TV casting director and he does a multitude of things, but he um, actually talked to me years ago about doing something like this. It wasn't necessarily a podcast at the time, but kind of doing my own thing. And he really, you know, supported me. Um, and he still is a huge support. So thank you, Vinny. Um, <clears throat> I also want to thank my friends and family that have also been so supportive of my podcast. Um, they always share it. They tell people about it. Um, I've even had special guest hosts um, like my friend, Kate and um, Richard, they both, um, you know, really helped me behind the scenes with this podcast. So um, thank you guys. My mom, (laughs) she has been really supportive of this whole thing. And she tells people all the time about this podcast. My gosh. And she shares it and she gives me ideas. And so thank you, mom. But yeah, like I said, thank you all for um, the support and helping me start it. But I also want to thank you guys for listening um, and all this you know, amazing support and love I've gotten on social media. I really want to thank you guys because you really um, allowed me to keep doing this and allowed me to keep doing what I, I really love. So yes. And I also want to thank my all of my guests that I've had on over the past 50 episodes and the guests that I will continue to have on, um, you know, going forward. But, you know, it's so surreal talking to people that you really look up to and admire on that you watch on TV and then you get to talk to them and get to hear their story and allow them to share their stories and kind of share what's going on in their life. And it's just so surreal and amazing. And, you know, I, I love every single one of my guests that I've had on. And, and um, so I, I want to thank you guys as well, but, you know, thank you all for all of the love and support. It, it truly means the world to me more than you will ever know. So thank you guys. Um, but I kind of want to get into who my special guests are for this week. So because it's my 50th episode special, I wanted to bring um, two people on that I really, you know, look up to and admire and that I really have been wanting to interview for a long time. So my two special guests this week are Kimmy and Maurice Scott from Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. And if you're not familiar with Kimmy and Maurice or Love and Marriage Huntsville, let me give you the scoop. <laughs> so Love and Marriage Huntsville is a hit reality series on OWN going into their, they just uh, premiered their fourth season a few weeks ago. And it follows 
high-powered African-American couples as they come together to help the thriving city of Huntsville, Alabama, continue to grow. Um, the couples are longtime friends and avid socialites with very strong points of view. They help the town grow with their real estate venture, the Comeback Group, as they strive to face the realities of love and marriage while striving for success. Um, and like, as the, you know, the series description kind of describes, um, it, it did start out kind of more about real estate, but it's really been over the past few seasons, it's really focused a lot on the couples and their friendships with one another and their relationships, um, in themselves. Um, you know, the struggles of marriage, the getting, going through a very public divorce and things like that dealing with the pandemic and how that affected relationships and families and jobs as well. So um, <clears throat> the show really focuses on a lot. And I think it's one of the best reality shows out there. Um, if I do say so myself, I love the show. Um, it's, it, it's also very real. And I think the people on it are just so real and raw and you really just want to hang out with them. You want to be their friends and you really do from watching the show. You feel like you, you are their friend and you feel like you're hanging out in their group. And you know, it's a, it's an amazing show. So if you have not checked it out on own, definitely check it out. You can also watch all four seasons or all three seasons in the season that's currently airing on discovery plus. So definitely check out love and marriage Huntsville on own. And it's produced by the amazing Carlos King, who I really look up to and admire. Um, but yeah, it's an amazing show. Um, Kimmy and Maurice are one of the couples on the show that they've been around since day one. Um, and they, you know, have dealt with a lot of different things on the show. Um, Kimmy was a registered nurse for a long time and now she is really focusing a lot on real estate which her and I will be talking about during this interview. And then Maurice is, he's a lawyer, but he also deals with um, consumer law and credit and things like that. And he's also in real estate. So they both have a lot going on for themselves. They're both very busy. They also work together. And <clears throat> there's a lot of dynamics that happen with them and their family on the show. Um, but they're, they're amazing. They're so funny. They're so smart. They're so witty. Um, and I, I just really admire and, and uh, really love both of them. So um, with anyway, without further ado, here is my interview with Kimmy and Maurice Scott from Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. I hope you guys enjoy. Nice to meet you guys. Oh my gosh, you both look great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Nice to meet you as well. Yes, yes, yes. I, I'm a huge fan of both you guys. So this is so surreal and such an honor. <laughs> thanks. Thank you. And thanks for watching. Oh, yes, yes. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> if you yeah. had to pick between me and Kimmy, who would you pick? <laughs> I you love you both. <laughs> no, no. You absolutely can. <laughs> no, no. I love you both for different reasons. <laughs> Excellent answer. Yes, That's yes. training right there. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, okay, so I won't take up too much of your time because I know you're both very busy. <laughs> but um, so I'm very curious. So I kind of want to start at the very beginning of things with your reality TV journey over the past few years. So how did you both um, end up doing this very successful show now? <laughs> um, We literally were in the right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, we're friends with the Hulks 
and we hung out heavy when we first met them. Um, we did multiple things. We took vacations together. We went to concerts and everything together, hung out, barbecues, good morning. How you doing? Have a great week. Um, and one day Melody said she wanted to do a reality TV show. And um, most of us were against it because we didn't think we were that entertaining. Um, but she was extremely persistent in wanting us to at least try. Um, so she did the legwork and put out feelers in Atlanta and all these different places. Um, eventually, she ended up with Carlos King. Um, and they talked about a couple different scenarios. And between the two of them, they put the collective together. And um, here you go. Yes. Okay. So Maurice, I'm curious, did you ever think you would be doing reality TV? Were you ever like, what did you think of the idea? Um, I was one of the original naysayers. I was a cynic. (laughs) I really didn't think that we had that much uh, to offer. You know, I knew that we were fun um, and funny, but I didn't think that we had enough going on to where people would want to watch us consistently. Right. Um, I thought they'd much rather hang out with us than watch us, Yeah. you know? So, um, no, I never saw this. Yes. And it's so, you guys are on your fourth season now. It's crazy. (laughs) Just like that. (laughs) Yes. But no, I think that's what makes us so, um, so good is because people do want to hang out with you guys and you're, you're all very relatable. So it's so, that's nice to see. Um, okay. So Maurice, so you are on a reality show with your brother. Um, Mm -hmm. so how is that? And does it make things difficult between you guys or has it brought you guys closer? Um, I think that we're just busy being ourselves on reality. Um, I think that, uh, it's, it's interesting to see, uh, your brother on television. Um, and I'm the older brother. Most people find that, you know, striking, (laughs) but, um, it's, it's different. I always knew Marshall had a big personality. He's hilarious. Um, and he's, (laughs) he always has something up his sleeve. And he has a lot of Marshallisms too, you know. He, he speaks like a, a, a Old Testament prophet. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then Kimmy, what about you? So obviously, what is it like, kind of uh, showing your relationship with your sister-in-law um, on the show, and kind of going through those ups and downs in front of the world? Um, I think any part of a relationship, whether it's you know, Letitia and I, or my husband and I, my kids and I, um, you wish you could only show the good parts, you know, and maybe keep all the bumps in the house, but signed up for. Um, and hopefully we work through them to a point to where people can glean some little nuggets to help them get through some maybe of their hurdles as well. Yeah, of course. Okay, so you both have known, obviously, Melody and uh, Martel for a while before the show, and then you started the show with them. Um, So what was it like, um, you know, seeing them go through a divorce that was obviously very public and on the show and things like that? So, you know, how how was it for the both of you kind of seeing that play out? It's tough. I mean, even without a camera, you don't want to see your friends go through divorce. It's hard to watch, especially, well, for me, I met them both at the same time. 
oh. um, equally. So I didn't know one person better than the other and all of that. Um, so it, it was hurtful. I mean, I don't want to see any of my friends go through divorce. Um, and to be on television, just in my opinion, compounded some of the problems that they might have been having. Um, if you ask them, I think to some degree they feel like it didn't play a big role, but it's hard to imagine that it didn't play a role at all in some of the, you know, demise of their relationship. Right, right. Yeah, with social media and all of that. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, so, okay, Kimmy, um, you and Destiny, actually, which is funny watching it back, you guys didn't get off to the best start when she first came around the group. Um so uh, now you guys have obviously your relationship with Destiny has grown um, since she first came along. What are some things that you really like about Destiny and having her around everyone? Um, Destiny's fun. Destiny's fun. Um, she's a lot of laughs. She's kind of lighthearted in most areas. And, you know, the reason we didn't get off to the bed was kind of we were kind of abrasive in our um and to be fair she still got some abrasion there and like my personality I just didn't really like the tone that she came into the picture um and so we just we didn't get off to the right foot I didn't like the tone so I felt like I met tone with tone and Uh you know it kind of goes back and forth knowing her more on a friend level at this point when I feel like I see that tone I don't just immediately meet her with the same tone anymore because I see more of it being part of her personality as opposed to a natural, you know, bad feeling or negative feeling. Um, So that was just something we had to learn about each other as we grew into a friendship. Yeah, no, of course. Okay. So both of you guys actually didn't get off to the best start with the Whitlows who came on last season. Um, you guys had a rough start, especially with Tiffany. How do you guys both think that Tiffany and Lewis fit into the group? Um, Tiffany was a person that I had met, you know, high and by. We had, you know, brief conversations prior to being on the show. Um, and her introduction on the show was, you know, difficult, I'd say that. Um, for me as far, as a parent, because you're introducing my son to, you know, um, and his private life to, you know, national television. One of the number one challenges for me in that situation was um, children are off limits because they're entitled to make mistakes as minors, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why, you know, minors' records are sealed. There's a reason why, you know, they go to school. They're forced you know, because they're really in training right now in that portion of their life. So because they're fragile, you know, you want to protect them as a parent as much as possible. Expose them to, you know, different things. Like my son doesn't even watch the show. Like that's not one of the things in our household, you know. Um, So with that being said, uh, Tiffany and her conversation about my son's uh, mistakes, you know, is a problem. And then... um, I think for uh, the introduction with Tiffany and Lewis, it was not a clear delineation between the wrong and the apology. It was kind of murky. Yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. and 
at the end of the day, when we're talking about children, it's not really a year, but. Oh, so for me, that, <laughs> and I guess in addition to that, for me, um, I just felt like they came on the scene pretty judgmental. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just thought they were just extremely judgmental of a group of people they didn't know very well. Um, however, when the tables were turned in regards to judgment, they didn't really like it. It was like we couldn't have an opinion of them. We were completely wrong, but we had to be receptive of their opinions of us because they were completely right. Um, and so that was just a hard pill for me to swallow. Um, part of their, I don't want to call it storyline, but part of their thing was that they were transparent. And I just didn't feel like they were as transparent as the storyline would maybe depict. I get that. Um, now, I know Tiffany, obviously, like they talked, you guys talked about it on the show. Um, did she ever, did you guys ever talk to them later? Did they ever like understand maybe where you guys were coming from? And did she explain more as to why she did what she did and that kind of thing? Yes, definitely. I mean, I think that we wouldn't have been able to move forward if we didn't have more conversation in the, the five minutes or so that we had on television. Because um, it's a real deep issue. It's a big issue. Uh, and it's the type of thing where you have to have a clear understanding as as parents how we're going to deal with this. Um, mm-hmm. And then overall, I think that we also had to learn who they are. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. um, in conversation, People may have different viewpoints or opinions that they freely share amongst their friends. But if you're coming into a new, then you have to learn the dynamics of that new friend group as well. So I think that that's also a challenge um, that we had to overcome. And, you know, conversation and communication helps you do that. And the one of the most important things is that uh, we found them not to be unreasonable, totally unreasonable people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people come in, they say something, and then they're, they're uh, unwilling to uh, see, you know, the wrong that they may have played in the situation. If you if you can't see any wrong in it, then we don't have a lot of conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. I think in, in some of our conversations, she said to me that she had said it in a small group and I'm friends with Destiny and I'm friends with Mel. Mm. However, they didn't know that information because I didn't know what to share. Right. <laughs> they didn't know. So how, how I'm saying you can't determine who knows our information. So even mm-hmm. in a small group of people, TV magnified the problem. Yes. If no TV was there, I'd have personally still had a problem because oh, of the fact that you don't know who knows our business um, to render it. Now, if you wanted to say it to me privately, you saw me on the street and you pulled me to the side and we kind of had a little sidebar. I'd have had zero problem, like zero problem. But mm. TV magnified a problem that for me would have been a problem regardless of TV or no TV. Yeah, no, I yes, I completely get that. Um, now, okay, so Kimmy, on the first mm-hmm. episode of this new season, we see that you got a, a new puppy. I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. So how has that been? And on the show, you even mentioned that it's like therapy for you to have a new puppy. And so uh, what did you mean by that? I think pets, pet, well, it's not even an I think. Statistically, it's been proven. Pets are just calming. 
Um, they people take pets to um, cancer patients. People take pets to elderly patients. People take pets to children's hospitals because they have a calming effect. You know, they're. <laughs> You can actually mistreat your pet and they'll still love you. Like it's just it's just an air of unconditional love that you know when you walk in the door, they're like excited to see you. And so a lot of things since we've been on the show um can be overwhelming. You know, it's new, it's new for me. So maybe I don't handle everything the best way I know how. And a lot of that is when I talk before or if I if I say things when I'm angry. Or beat your spouse. <laughs> or if I say things when I'm angry. And he really helps to keep me happy. Like he he makes me he makes me happy. Makes me happy. So it keeps me in a better disposition. Um so I respond better to things. Um, you know, like if you're having a bad day at work, you come home, you're snappy. You know what I mean? And so for me, it kind of helps minimize some unnecessary snapbacks. Yes. Oh, I love that. And it was so nice seeing you. And I hope we get to see more of your puppy during the season and all the fun you get to have. <laughs> um, Maurice, um, what have you thought about the new addition to your family? <laughs> uh, I think that uh, with every new addition comes new responsibilities. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's been a little transition for me because uh, early on, Zeus slept in our room, in our room. <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> you know, anytime that you stir a little bit, Zeus is up to play. And right. it could be, you know, o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Doesn't matter. Sometimes you, you're creeping off to the bathroom and you find out some someone or some puppy has already went to the bathroom and uh-huh. uh, you find out the, the cold way. So right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's another experience. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, he learned quick. He's quick. That's, you know what that is? Forgiveness he's from a loving good. parent is what that is. Ah, yes. he's, you know, he's good. He's good now. He's and he's good. in obedience school. So that's a good thing too. Um, but Zeus yeah. is a, <laughs> Zeus is, is a, uh, a welcome sweet. partner, you know, here to the family. Yes, uh, animals are so awesome, and I, I got a puppy. Um, I'm, it'll he'll be two in August, so, so I mm-hmm. get what you're what you're going through. <laughs> um, yes. Um, okay. So, kind of getting to this season real quick. So, the biggest thing right now is um, the hottest topic, I should say, is um, your the picture that got released from Marceau on social media um, mm-hmm. about your Atlanta trip a few years back. So, okay. What is there anything without giving anything away? Cause I know it'll be talked about um, in upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, what can you say about your side with that whole situation and what happened at the reunion? I think with uh, the situation at the reunion, um, I think that just in general, I answer questions according to, Everything that's asked. So uh-huh. I think that uh, it's been, I think that the way that it played on television was different than if you segment the question and answer. So, right. And um, I think that that also gave rise to Marceau being the deviant that he is, uh-huh. you know, dropping a photo that, you know, sparked the internet and the internet yes. took it, ran with it. And, you know, all of the comments and the bloggers and everybody, they just, 
it just it, it it's almost like the right thing happened at the right time and it just you know went viral so now we're dealing with all the fallout initially i knew exactly what he was doing because uh marcel he he has a dark sense of humor mm. sometimes um what he funny isn't all that funny and he doesn't think all the way through it as well because there's a lot of collateral damage with that fire was literally about to die and then mm-hmm. one one little uh match just lit it right back up and uh here we are dealing with the fallout again yes um now that kind of plays into my curiosity about um obviously social media is now a huge part of especially your guys' life, specifically with the show. Um, how has that, how has social media kind of affected your lives in general from, you know, obviously before the show, you could probably be on social media and it wouldn't be a big deal. But now social media, every little thing you post kind of gets dissected in a way. So how has that been over the past few years since you've been on the show? Um, I guess for for me, I'm kind of a private person. and I didn't realize how private, I was mm-hmm. um, until I got on, you know, television and I realized, mm-hmm. wait a second. And I think this is also part of my apprehension um, early on because you don't have control of your media once it's, you know, on television. There's there's so much that gets left on the cutting room floor when it comes to uh, the television show, mm-hmm. but on social media, because you have a television show, then they dissect your social media because of the television show. So I think that that right there, even if if you're uh, responding to something that may have played on television or something new, then it always is being filtered through the lens of the television show. And Kimmy, is it similar for you? Um, yeah, for the, for the most part. I guess mm-hmm. for me, the social media aspect is just how opinionated people are. In regards mm-hmm. to um, a 42 minute show that they watched, <laughs> it always tickles me how they can know more about me than I know about me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so that's for me. That's the social media part is just it tickles me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. Um, a lot of opinionated people out there. <laughs> okay. So what? Um, what are each of your favorite things about being on the show, and what are? Is there anything that you don't like about being on the show besides the social media aspect? Well, that's easy for me. I I like the fact that it expands our platform. Um, We like to be involved in the community service and those kind of things. And so some of the things that we wanted to do have to be small when it's just the two of us. Um, Even when it was the six of us, the comeback group that started, it still was on a smaller level. But now with this platform, you get people who want to help. You get people who want to donate. You get people who want to sponsor. And it just helps you kind of meet some of the goals that you had in mind a little more quickly. Um, And that, to me, is the biggest part, is the platform. And quite honestly, that particular pro outweighs the cons for me. And the only con that I have, really, is just people's opinion of your life. Um, and they just don't know you. Uh, and, and sometimes even the stuff they actually see on TV, I look at it and I go, how did you get that from that? Like, how is that your scenario? And we watch the same show. 
So the social media part probably would be the biggest drawback um, for me personally. Um, For me, I think uh, what I like the best about being on television is, you know, directly connected to what Kimmy just said is about the platform. But it's uh, I, I believe that I'm a problem solver by nature. And there's a lot of there, there's a lot of solutions. There's a lot of, um, you know, conversation that we can have with individuals like some people, you know, they just some they may reach out about law school or something about, you know, going back to law school or starting a business or, you know, their credit or, uh, you know, consumer law issues. Right. These are problems that that we're able to solve with people that I've never may have touched, you know, um, and that's all comes from the show. The, the major drawback to me um, from the show is um, it's it's because I really don't care what people think so much. It's, it's more about those that are connected to me somehow. So mm-hmm. for example, like my mom, my mom's not really on the television show, but my mom's life is now exposed because of the television show. Uh, you know, when Kimmy's sensitive about an issue or whatever and how it affects her, those are things to me that affect me outside of, outside of that. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't, I really don't care too much about what people, you know, think about me if they don't know me. Yes. Um, okay. So I asked everyone this, that gets to work with Carlos King because I think, and I think a lot of people think of him as a reality TV, the king of reality (laughs) Um, and the way that he's able to kind of help and his team obviously are able to help kind of tell stories, I think is really genius and really captivating. Um, But what is it like working with Carlos King and the Kingdom Reign team? Uh, First of all, it's great to work Mm -hmm. with Carlos and the whole Kingdom Reign team. It's great to work with OWN and Discovery as well. Right. Um, I think that one of the things that Carlos does very well is he he, um, he di- does a good job of understanding who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to find out who you are um, and and how things can work with her. Um, and I, I, I look at Carlos as a problem solver as well, because in, 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 in essence, he's trying to introduce individuals like we weren't we weren't stars before right and whatever uh endeavor we were regular people that were getting introduced to the world so being able to introduce these individuals tell everyone hey these have an interesting story and you know connect with the viewers that's to me a special talent and i think that you have to understand people in order to be able to do that i agree it's been a pleasure um and, and some of this is game for Carlos as well. So we were able to watch their office grow. You know, we joke and tease them when we went to <laughs> L.A. and they had a new office. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's really very surreal. It's very surreal because all of us are actually growing together. And yeah. there's a comfort in that. You know, some of the um, contractors that they hire some of them have been with us since season one. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them have moved to bigger and better things. Um, and it's kind of like proud mama moments because literally we're all growing together. And I think that's the part that I like about Carlos because we've had even sidebars about different endeavors that we could maybe do. 
um, linked to our character, you know, mm-hmm. that could grow you even further. Um, and even outside of the show, he always comes with a suggestion. You know, Kimmy, I think you should do this. You should listen to me, girl. Listen to me. So he he always suggestion, you know, how to grow your um, brand, how to expand your platform, how to stay relevant. Um, and I can appreciate that. You know, he's not really the producer that sits in the cut. He tells us, like, if you think you need to call me, call me. Mm-hmm. Like, call me. We all have his phone number, like his direct phone number, like if we needed something. And he answers. Yeah. <laughs> um, fortunately, because of how he runs his show, um, we don't really have to call Carlos. We don't really have to, we don't have to call Carlos, but it's always nice to know that your boss is open to that. And he <laughs> listens. That's the other yeah. thing. He actually listens. Um Kimmy, I have to give her credit for it every time. But Kimmy and I came up with the idea that uh, Carlos should host a reunion back in season one. Before our first reunion. Right. Uh-huh. And lo and behold, I don't know how it, it you know, all of it uh, came about, but Carlos hosted the reunion. Yes. And one of the, the differences that you saw in the reunion was this this individual that's hosting a reunion didn't have to get introduced into our lives. He, he saw everything that, that was on and that didn't quite make it. Uh-huh. Um, it's a completely <laughs> different situation when you're talking to like a family member, right? They you know, know all, your secrets. Right, they know all the questions <laughs> to ask. I can tell you that, that we could have had another two episodes based on all of the stuff that we discussed at the reunion that didn't make it, you know? Right, right. Um, and I know, were you guys nervous when you found out that he was going to be hosting the reunion? I, I know they kind of showed everyone's reactions as he told you guys, mm-hmm. um, but um, I can't remember. Were you guys nervous or excited for him to be the I was host? happy for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was really happy because I knew it was going to go. I, I, I knew it was going to go very well. well yeah. And for me, I, I knew he secrets, and so people weren't going to be able to him and haw around the questions. He held he held people's feet to the fire. Mm-hmm. Right? I thought that Carlos was going to go off the hook, right? And you know, just in 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 general, we all have relationships. So you know, the better your relationship with the in uh, an individual, you kind of want to give them an out. However, mm-hmm. Carlos asked questions and. You know, if you try to weasel word your way around it, he followed up. That he knows the people, he knows the show, he knows the storylines, he knows the stuff that got left on the editing floor. Um, so I personally like that part a lot, a lot. I love to talk to people who actually know what's happened over the course of four years. Mm-hmm. And I think that the viewers were treated well because of it. Right. You know, the viewing audience they got a chance to say you know what i'm glad carlos hosted it because we got the answers that we were actually looking for right yes oh my gosh it was the best reunion it was so like oh my gosh it was so just amazing all around so i hope he gets to host a reunion in the future as well but um so you guys talked about growth a little bit ago and i'm so excited because you guys are adding to your love and marriage franchise with love and marriage DC with Monique Samuels. How do you guys feel about that? 
I'm excited to see them take the torch and run with it. Uh, Monique is amazing, of course. Her and her husband, Chris. Um, there's, you know, the new couples. I'm excited to see how they, you know, interact. Is it going to be like Love and Marriage Huntsville? Is it going to have, have its own feel and spin? You know, it's it's uh, it's like a, a, a first-time parent, you know? You yes. just don't know what you're going to get with your kids. So that's... Uh, it's really exciting, really exciting. Um, we knew that was the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Right. And it actually plays a role in us, the cast, wanting this, this to be successful so that mm-hmm. Carlos can move to the next day. Mm-hmm. So we we all wanted to make sure that we, um, we gave our best. Mm-hmm. And I yes. think that that's another thing, even from the very beginning, we all... We're, we were all entrepreneurs and we looked at it and we said, if there, if we're going to be in this space, we want to actually compete in this space. You know, mm-hmm. there are certain shows that are at the top and we want the top. You guys are definitely at the top. So, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, one of the top shows. And yeah, so it's so excited for you guys in the whole uh, franchise and own and everything. So exciting. Um, OK, so I kind of want to get into your guys's careers real quick. Um, kind of stuff that we don't get to always see on the show from you guys. Um, so Kimmy, um, I know that um, you were a nurse and then now you're really getting into real estate. So I was curious, so why did you decide to um, end up making your career change? And do you have any advice for anyone that wants to make a career change? Um, it took a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. like I, I've been a nurse, I've been a nurse a long time and I love of nursing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done real estate probably for the last what is it, about eight years now, for mm-hmm. about eight years now. Um, I was just doing them in tandem. Um, yeah. And my in my brain, I feel like when you do too many things, nothing's going to get 100% of your attention, like mm-hmm. to do well, to do well. And I actually want to be better in real estate at this point. I want to focus more of my um, efforts in being better in real estate. I never really wanted to be quote unquote great because I was extremely busy running another business. Um, And so that was my motivation. My motivation is that I just couldn't continue to give 50 hours a week to the corporate world and think that I'm ever going to be great in this side of town. So I just had to take a leap of faith and he pushed me. So (laughs) You can't help but fly when you get pushed. You get pushed out there. <laughs> okay, Maurice, um, tell me a little bit about your other business endeavors. And I know, obviously, you talked about it a little bit earlier that you obviously help people with, um, you know, their credit and things like that. So, how can people get help from you? Um, credit One USA is the company I own that helps people with their credit. We help people all over the country. Um, we also have the privilege of helping, you know, some of our service members, even while they're serving, you know, so they are able to come back home and, you know, get a piece of this American dream uh, with home ownership. Um, and a lot of it is linked to home ownership, right? That's initially how, you know, Credit Credit One USA came about. It was, I had a problem. It was, you know, personal credit and there wasn't a lot of solution out there to help me with it. And a lot of people didn't know anything about, you know, credit scores, how they were made up, you know, how to improve it, how to dispute inaccurate stuff on your credit report. So we made a company about it 
And then in the midst of it, we I found that there's another level. And it's one thing to know the law, to apply the law. It's another thing to enforce the law. And that's as a consumer lawyer, that's what I do is enforce the laws that are on the books to make sure that companies just play fair. And I believe that uh, there's far too many people out here that just don't have a chance. That's why I do everything that I do, whether it's credit repair, consumer law, um, real estate, you know, even our business endeavors. It's all about giving a person a chance because mm-hmm. I wish that I was in that position to where I would have been able to have a chance without having to learn everything the hard way. So um uh, consumer law. We're also doing some things as far as a nonprofit, and we have this really exciting endeavor that uh, is geared toward. Um, I don't. I don't want to give it all away, but it's geared toward entrepreneurs and startups. Okay, and it's going to be really, really, really exciting for entrepreneurs and startups. Um, and we're we're collaborating. We're collaborating with. Uh, uh, Alabama A&M and a number of other companies and individuals to come together to do something really, really special. Um, we have that. We also have another another uh, business venture that's, that's groundbreaking for Alabama. Um, we're partnering with a multi-billion dollar company. Actually, wow, now I think about it, two multi-billion dollar companies um, on two different ventures. Uh, and we're going to bring you know some things together that's going to really 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 do well in the uh the home purchasing space that's so exciting oh my gosh i'm so happy for the both of you um and my last question before i let you guys go um what can fans expect from this season (laughs) shenanigans hold on baby (laughs) hold on let me tell you something this is probably going to be, not probably, this is going to be the most exciting season of Love and Marriage Huntsville. Um, you see the growth and development of all of us. And then you also see some of the challenges that come along with the relationships that we have and um, how we're able to get past them. Uh, collectively, I think that you'll see the most challenges that you've seen out of all of us. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how we solve these problems. If it's interesting for me and I'm I and I actually got a chance to see it, <laughs> I guarantee it'll be interesting to you guys. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. Well, again, congratulations on everything, all of your amazing endeavors and the show and everything. So so happy for you guys. And again, it was such an honor. I'm so so um uh elated that I got to talk to you both. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you for having us. Thank you guys so much for listening to my 50th episode special with Kimmy and Maurice Scott from Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram, or you can tweet with me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at JacksonSeth35. And I will have Kimmy and Maurice's social media and their website information in the episode description so you guys can follow them. Again, check out Love and Marriage Huntsville on OWN every Saturday night, or you can stream it on Discovery Plus um, all four seasons. But again, thank you guys so, so much for all of the love and support 
over the past 50 episodes and keep listening because I have some great things coming. Um, anyway, I'll see you guys next week. Oh,